<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody, it's Todd in a noisy area. Um, enjoy the show. Um, we're also dropping a special episode this Monday with uh, Mike Komen and the very enjoyable Dimitri Martin. Um, okay, so uh, enjoy and then listen in again on Monday. All right, bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Okay. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. We already opened. Uh, yeah, hey, Todd. It's Nick Fortman calling again about doing your podcast. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. El Zacker. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. Hello? Jimmy Dore there? Well, is Jimmy Dore? Is that Jimmy Dore? Again, um... Brian Regan, sir, just shut up. If you don't want me to do... Is Jimmy Dore there? Yeah, just... I don't know. Let Hello, me know Jimmy Dore there? Do you want me to beg? Jimmy Dore. Is, is that the way you work? The best part of having a TV show is when your comedian friends pitch you an idea. No matter how absurd, you can immediately greenlight it. Your glasses on from the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. <sighs> I feel like that's an abrupt ending. We're going to have to file the edges off of that so it fades in softly, but I like it. You doing good back there, Chris? I have to get a mirror so I can see you. Guess who's here today? Jimmy Dore, ladies and gentlemen, and round of applause. I'm gonna, we're not too big at this show to make someone Thank feel you. welcome. Remember when asking? Remember when the scene was so like you were nervous at the like at the alternative scene? What they called it? I was always afraid. Do I do I ask for a credit? Do, yeah, do or, I give them a credit? Yeah, you don't give them a credit. That's the worst part. You work your whole career to get credits, and then you get them, and then they go, "Hey, we don't do credits here." What the fuck? <laughs> so I don't look like any asshole coming up here. Okay, but I would even be afraid to go. How about a hand for the last guy? I'm like, is that is that not right? <laughs> Maybe that's not right. You know what I felt weird? The, to, the, um, the thing that really got me at the alternative rooms was when I had to ask birthdays or anniversaries. That was weird. Nope. <laughs> Imagine if someone did that there. All right, so let anybody, me... Uh, anybody celebrating anything? Is this Tiger Lily? <laughs> Who's cel- for no reason at all. That's how much you like asking. So here's what's going on today. Mike Komen, who you remember from a few shows ago, who uh, caused quite a ruckus, 
is here today. He's sort of like co-hosting with me. And then we have this show with Jimmy Dore. And then, uh, and then, and then, yeah, we can say it. I'm always afraid, like. You know, then I'm, we're, I'm, do, we're, I'm glad that you and I could get together and do this show, just me, you, and 18 of your best friends. <laughs> this is great. This but is Jimmy, great. I made you a special jingle. Oh. Now, I, the guy was a little, I think he's getting a little lazy, to be honest, the guy who does the, the jingle jingles. guy? Yeah, like you can tell at the end he's not really trying as hard. He's not, you know, but it's but it's humorous, I guess. And It's um, not Santa, is it, the jingle? No, no. Okay. Oh, what do you mean, is it Santa? The jingle guy. Is it, oh, Jingle Santa, all the way is Santa. what I'm saying. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? I, <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a break. Okay. Um, same thing. Uh, so, uh, so here it is. And I, I called him last night at like twelve thirty, and I go, "Oh my god, I want to get a, a jingle for Jimmy Dore." So he he gets it a little wrong. He says, "Welcome back, Jimmy Dore," but I think he means "Welcome back" in the sense of "Welcome back." Okay, together. Not you've been on. This is your first time. There's on the nothing show. like a, a special treat you have to explain so it doesn't hurt my feelings. No, no, it won't. It won't. <laughs> here you go. Roll it in. Here we go. I like it. I think you might want to make this your ringtone. Oh, maybe. If you isolate certain well, areas. Well, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's back on the Todd Glass Show. Sounds good. Yo, 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 Jimmy Dore. <laughs> I like that name. I just rolls off my tongue. That Jimmy doesn't rhyme. Dore, Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore. I don't want to close that Jimmy Dore. Okay. Yo, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's back on the Todd Glass Show. Don't you know? Can you tell I don't know this song? Mm, yes. But I sing it anyway. Cause Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Dore. Like Sounds it. like a guy who must wear a hat. What? Well, Probably make has sense. a cat. What? And maybe a dog too and a fish in right, I'm, glad he, I'm glad he's not stretching spiders. it out. I know, fade this out. Oh my god. Well, you know he's doing it on purpose, don't you? What I got that, that he's <laughs> making is that he was mad that you called him last night. Oh, so he thought, yeah, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll do, oh, sure, no problem. He's probably got a fish and a hat. Hey, I love the jingles. I listen to them on the treadmill. I've talked about it before, and I'm not afraid to talk about it again. Did he ask you for the information about Jimmy? No, I just tell him. To, honestly, you want me to tell you the... He could have Wikipedia'd me and put something in there. Is that a that, that's a term, Wikipedia? I like them when they just start look. I say, oh, the truth is, I don't want to throw this guy under the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just tell him, I go, Lynn, don't make it make any sense. It doesn't have oh. to rhyme. Just jam it in there. <laughs> but for you guys, I had to break the character because you're actually making fun of this jingle guy. And I think most of the listeners know, like, well, yeah, of course he's not. He's the song doesn't even fit in there. And then sometimes he complains that he doesn't get paid in the middle of the song. Like, what guy professional would say that in the middle of a voiceover? I've done know? that in the middle of a few sets. What? Just so you don't get... Did I get the check already, or do I have to finish? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have talked Holland, about Michigan. I had a drink thrown at me. I actually had to say that right after. Well, you had a... Wait, you had a drink... You had a drink thrown at you how many times in your career? Couple. <laughs> a couple. I don't take shit Todd from people. Oh, I, I, I would like to throw. Why can't we throw drinks on people? Uh, I threw a lime at somebody once in the audience. What'd they do? I got in trouble. <laughs> you got, what do you mean you got in trouble? They were t- from the club. Well, I, t- I threw like I had like a lime lime wedge in my drink, you know, like a big wedge. Mm-hmm. And there were people that were just talking and they would stop talking. And so I kind of did that thing where you stop. And then you wait for them to realize that there's no show going on except them just talking. Well, that never happened. They just kept talking. So I just picked up a lime in my drink, and I just threw it at their t- table. <laughs> and I hit some lady, and they got mad at me for throwing stuff at them. I was like, you should have thrown them out. And you're mad at me for throwing. So that's, you know, so that was my first brush with... Uh, with yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I I, uh, I would love to sometimes just, well, I'm, I don't want to get started. Go ahead. The same. No, just sometimes just it would be great to just walk over to someone's table. And punch them? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, I, I, I've just, said many hey, times. Hey, could you be quiet? Yeah. Thank you. Just right in there. Just right in their fucking face. The problem is the idea of punching someone, it's, it hurts me to punch, to think about what right. it must feel like for your hand. Open hand slap. Do an open hand slap. Oh, the slap is a good That's one, That's even too. worse. I think slapping is much more disrespectful. I think so. Like when a big Italian guy walks yeah, over to somebody slap. and he goes, hey, watch it, and boom. It's like, yeah, it's you're, like not you're, even, li- you're not even worth me clenching my fist. Yeah, like you're like yeah. a little kid to me. You need to be slapped because you're being naughty, like and a- I got to slap you. Yeah. Just to straighten you to fuck out. Like a bitch. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I'm going to start slapping people. Like a bitch. Like a bitch. That's, you know, you, you nailed it. So anyway, Mike is here this week. Mike, uh, I like to go slow. Sometimes I feel what happens on the show is I get ahead of myself. Jimmy's here. Obviously, I'm excited. We always like to start slow and uh, then uh, not slow, but, you know. How, how are you, Mike? I'm great. You thanks. doing good? Yeah, yeah. Everything's great. All right, good. This is going to be a fun show. Um... And then uh, I want to remind people we're at Black Horse Motors because, Jimmy, before the show went, we talked about that this guy lets me use this space for no charge. Right. And it's an awesome space. So I'm thinking, like, Jesus, couldn't some of the people that listen to the show come down here? Like, they can't. And buy a Ferrari or two, right? (laughs) Yes, something. Show support. Am I? I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, you're not crazy. Well, maybe you should start selling things that are affordable, like T-shirts. People can come down and support the place, <laughs> right. like Ferrari T-shirts. Keychains or lighters. Yeah, like set up like a that. concession thing over there. Yeah. You travel. I remember the first time I heard a comedian go, yeah, I got to set up my merch. All right, fucking take it down a notch. <laughs> you're in your goddamn merch. I got to watch what I say because I can't edit this later. So I, well, you can tell I'm me. Used, I'm used to being able to edit. I was going to make a joke about somebody. <laughs> I know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I've been bitten the ass too often yes. lately. Hey, you shut the fuck up. That's my motto. I'm learning to shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's all, it only took me 20 years. You know what? Take some people longer. God, I've, it's some people never. Some people never learn to shut the fuck up, right? Grace under fire. Why? What happened with her? Didn't she not shut the fuck up and they fired her? Was oh, that what happened? Right. I think that now she's back. That's why she's back in the news now. She was homeless and... Right? Oh, you know what we're talking mean, about? That doesn't mean she's back in the new. She's back. No, she's back. She's trying to do some uh, reality TV show or something like that. Didn't oh, I, th- I, I just saw her on the, I, just, I just saw on the news that she was homeless. It was. I, oh, is that is that the only news? <laughs> I, I I didn't see the reality show part. Oh, I think I saw her on Entertainment Tonight or something, and she was talking about being homeless and. Uh, but then she was going to do a, re- a reality show about it. No, uh, maybe I maybe I. I hope. Yeah, that'd maybe be I great. dreamt that. Maybe I dreamt that. Hold on, I'm getting uh, a tw- someone. Um, Todd, I brought. I was just over at Current TV and. Uh, Hold on one second. From, Where's my phone? From, somebody do you want me to call a, it? Somebody. Oh, there it is. So the reason I did this, somebody sent a. They they reviewed the show and I wanted to talk about it. But uh, they ahead. reviewed your show? No, just a review. Like on what do you call it when you can go on iTunes, 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 and just wrote a quick review. Okay. But I'm not hitting it from the angle. I get it. Like I don't. You know, I get it. It was yeah. like a bad review. Yeah. Well, it was weird. I want I want us to, to figure out this guy. I don't want to be mean spirited. It would be funny. It would be funny if if the uh, if the thing you had us look at. I don't want to be. It's just this guy. Tell me what do you think oh, he and meant? It's so nice. And he said, "Hey, Todd's a lot funnier without Jimmy." What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I, I Jimmy, I just don't know what that means is he being a compliment what? to me is that mean to you i don't know and you go you go todd you know what you're you know doing goddamn well what he's doing no i don't i just 
It hurts oh my, my God, feelings. Jimmy, you're starting up again. <sighs> this is the problem we had. Like, it's totally. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, Todd's off kilter brilliance is what makes the podcast. Well, that's what, what does Jimmy's... he mean by that? <laughs> off kilter. I mean, I, I, what? I... <laughs> oh, I make it. To, it's compliments, but it, you the guy obviously... says like, off kilter. What the, what the fuck's that mean? And you go, Todd, that means you're. It's good. You're not. Oh. Yeah. All right. Then he says, he goes, his timeless act comparing it to George Carlin. What the fuck is that mean? You're not old. Yeah. <laughs> no, Todd, he's comparing you to George Carlin. Oh, oh, all right. That's okay. I thought timeless meant that you were old. That's what I thought. Okay. And then I have a clip. He's, he said your jokes are fat. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't mean pH. He meant like they had a big ass on them. Nobody calls it. That was a fat joke. You're... you're, you're <laughs> Your, your joke sounds like it has like a Chris Christie's neck on it. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you reached, He's a large man. Remember the thing? He's a large man. Remember the thing we were doing about the, you reached the, uh, there was a girl we knew. Yes. And oh, we, I was just thinking of that. There was a girl we knew, and she used to go, you call her phone, and it would say, no, I get it. You, part of having a business, <laughs> you have to fabricate sometimes the size of it and make it seem more professional. I get it. If she had a bad message. So she was this woman that we weren't fond of. And she was kind of pretending she was in the business. And so when you called her, you would her voicemail said, uh, Hi, this is uh, blah-bitty-blah. You reached reached ALM Productions. Yes. Leave a message. I'm not in the office right now. And we're like, oh, that's a nice little thing you have there, man. I like this. Oh, damn. But we thought... Hey, well, what do you mean you've reached K- uh, yeah, you reached KLM Productions? I'm yeah. not in the office. Like, if Jimmy goes, you know what? If she really said on her message <laughs> what you've reached, this is what she, you would you hear. You reached the phone in the bottom of my purse. I'm at the bar trying to get someone to buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting like I'm going to blow a guy so I can get a free That's drink. Right. I'm acting like I'm going to blow a guy right now so I can get a free drink. <laughs> what? Production. 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 Yes. Production. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Coleman, you bring it Mike home. Mike Coleman, nice. You don't mess around. Now, Todd, later in the show, I was just over at um, Current TV, mm-hmm. and I was uh, it was a, the, the new Young Turk show is on the air over there, and it's in Culver City. And I spent all day. They gave me two topics. I was going to be on the Power Panel, and they gave me two topics. So I was uh, Occupy Wall Street. What should they do next? And then the other one was hypocrisy doesn't matter anymore in politics. And so I spent all day writing jokes and getting ready. And then when my segment came, my mic wasn't working. But they fixed it, right? And then they came in and they switched out my mic immediately. And then that one didn't work either. So I ended up looking like a jackass. And I'm glad I didn't tell anybody to watch, right? Oh, oh it's I'd, live? Yeah, it was live. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so if I can some point in, during the show fit these jokes in somewhere. Yeah, matter of fact, what if okay. you just what if the bit is that you mm. put them in when they don't belong? So anytime <laughs> okay. you want, you just okay. go. And the funny thing, uh, I, I, the type of thing that if somebody's listening and they don't hear this part, they're yeah. gonna go, "Fucking Jimmy Dore, he's, he's like, really off topic." Yeah, he doesn't. He's trying to. Oh, he was trying to jam his jokes <laughs> in. Didn't and it seem wasn't natural even, at all. Okay, so um, so anyway, here I want to read this, and uh. This is a, that review you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, and I also wanted to side reference. Uh, we talked about the Young Turks. What, what's the show called that you— uh, It's called the Young Turks. Young Turks. And I thought it, when you always talked about that, I, was, I never knew what it was, I told you. And then when, right. I, but then when I saw what it was, I'm like, oh, that's the guy that whenever you pull up topics— On the internet, it's him. It's him, and I didn't know that's mm-hmm. what the name of it was. Yeah. I just, over the last few years, I would pull up things, and his comes up first sometimes. Yeah. And I liked his opinion on stuff. So when, I was jealous when I found out that you, you basically were filling in. You fill in for him here and there, right? Yeah, that, yeah, you— uh, you really first found out when uh, I did the show and then Janine Garofalo called you. Eh? And I, the reason I say that is just so I can name drop and let people know that Janine Garofalo called me. 
She did. I knew Jimmy would be happy, so I forwarded the I saw the you, got, you got uh, Zach on your opening thing, and you got um, Brian Regan. So, you know, I, I got to drop Janine Garofalo. It's like I, I like to say it. You know what I do? I like to uh, – sometimes it's easier to ask people to call my, my voicemail and say they want to do it, and that's the bit, as oh, opposed okay. to getting them on the show. Because I hate asking people to do the show sometimes. Tom, is that not the worst part? That's what's really kind of – I haven't dropped an episode of my show for uh, going on three weeks. It's the first time I've never op- dropped in. People are stopping donating left and right. And uh, so, but it's that asking people. And it's like, uh, do you, I, I, I was like, oh, I wish uh, uh, I, I didn't have to worry about people saying no to me. And have, mm-hmm. But then every, do, does anybody ever say no to no, you? No, you know what? I, I, I wanted to have a show. I guess, you know, here's the thing. Once we talk about this, then this review is uh-huh. going to make sense. It's going to be like, but I don't agree with the guy. Okay. So we're talking about the podcast on the podcast right now. Yes. Uh, no, I lo- wanted to have a show where I didn't need guests, where it was just a fun atmosphere, and if the guests were a bonus, yes. so I haven't sweat it. When I can get them, that's great. Uh, you know what I mean. We yes, know what we're talking exactly. about, like high-profile guests. Yes. But I just also have a camp of f- fun people that I love doing it with. And that doesn't stress me out. So there, it's a bonus when I get certain people, but also if I don't, I just have the crew, you know, the guys here, and then Katie, and then and whoever, like if Mike Coleman is here today, and then I just have fun that way. But here's the review. It's funny. No, can, I, can I just say, you know, I, I don't mind that, um, let's see, who did I, Woody Allen, uh, I couldn't get him. I tried to get Woody Allen. Oh, you're, you're shooting too big, And Jimmy. I'm still trying. I'm going to get him. No, you're shooting too big. Mm-hmm. I got Joan Rivers and people. Uh, s- oh, come on. And uh, Hello? I, I know that's not the same thing, Joan Rivers. I know that's not this the same thing. This is Joan Rivers. Is that Jimmy Tour? <laughs> oh, my God. I love him. I got. Anyway. I couldn't. So I can't get Woody Allen, but I'm going to get Rich Voss. So <laughs> that should. Uh, <laughs> is that not the same target market? Are you telling me? Well, no, that's good. I love good. Rich Voss. Uh, I know that's just funny because you know why? It's I'm not, inf- you're not inf- making fun of Rich Voss. You're saying that it's not a uh, – well, if you were listening to a podcast and somebody said – I'm thinking I, would, I, I would can't laugh. get Woody Allen, but I could get Jimmy Dore. I would that's laugh. funny. I would laugh because I, I know I'm a good comic, but I'm not Woody Allen. I love Rich Voss. Rich Voss is- I've been tra- I actually – you know what? Can I, can I tell you why his name popped in my head? Because I tried to get him on my show once, and he said no. Oh. And uh, but it wasn't because he, you know, not that he didn't want to do it. He couldn't do it that night or something like that. Mm. I wanted to get him on the phone to talk about an issue. But I've had his wife on and stuff like that. Bonnie. So so Todd, who? Hey girl, let me read this. Okay, read. Let it. me read this. Okay, so can, I, we, can you do me a favor and cut out all the boring shit that I'm saying? No, you know what, Jimmy? I, I know, <laughs> Jimmy. It's just like so no it'll be time. a five minute podcast. I no, get it. No get time it. has passed. This is a comfort zone. <laughs> No time has passed. This is exactly exactly the same. And I'm going to steal a line that I say on the show a lot that I got from Steph once. uh, Steph uh, is Jimmy's wife. And uh, one time we were together and somebody sort of we were smoking a little pot when you can let your guard down a little. And somebody said something that was a little bit made me want to go back inside myself. Mm. I thought it was just in my head. And Steph said, hey, 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 real sweet. This is a safe zone. And I fucking wanted to hug her that she knew where I was at and that I needed to hear that. And then I always say that on this show. I go, it's a safe zone. You know what? We just, just like when we're sitting around the fire pit, we just sometimes we're being silly, sometimes we're not. And then you read the reviews sometimes and certain people like it and certain people don't. But here's what this guy said. Now, I don't want to hit it from the angle of, I think I've matured a little. We don't need one more person to tell us. Uh, you know, oh, people can go on. I think it's good people can review shows. Sometimes they write nice things that make me feel good. Sometimes they write bad things. So it's not from, why is this guy reviewing the show? I get it. That's not. I just want to see if we think we can figure this guy out. Then get him on the show. 
And, and you might think, well, Todd, anybody writes a bad review, you're going to figure out that they're a moron. Not necessarily. I get, might get my feelings hurt and go, I wish they wouldn't think that. But I think there's a guy here that has a, a – uh, oh, let me read the review. Yeah. And, sir, don't – his name is um, Jared1987. Is that – That fucking prick. Are you serious? Are you yeah, no, no I think that might not be his real name. <laughs> no, I th- well, that's what he oh. says here. But anyway, he knows who he is because he might still be listening. And right. number one, I'm going to tell him, and I'm going to start doing this a lot right now, I do not want him listening. He's banned from the show. And if we found out he's listening, no bullshit. I will handle this in a call, very... Call iTunes and get him to stop yes. his download. I don't want him. And he might go, fuck you, we'll do what I want. You will not listen to the show. I don't give a fuck what you want. Let me tell you something. And I'm being a little dramatic to make my point. Don't think for a fucking second. Second. You think, he's thinking, oh, it's a joke. I get it. You will not listen to the show. You fucking hear me, you pile of shit, and you will do what I say. I don't want you listening like, oh, out of curiosity now, skipping through it here and there. Nothing. You are cut off from the show. That's right. You go go sit in Subway and you listen to nothing. That's right. (laughs) Jared. Now, let me also say that I want to be so serious about uh, uh, figuring out this guy that I want to – I'm going to even state the obvious. Obviously, I'm joking because then he'll go, oh, he's being silly. He's attacking, being a crazy – no, no. I really want to figure this guy out. Okay. So I'll read the review, and he should write a review. I get it. It's okay, but I want to hear – here's him. In the fashion of every – Jimmy, can you read it? Sure. Thank oh, you. you know what? I don't have my glasses. Can, can you read it, Mike? Yeah, yeah. And read it all the way through, and then we'll go back, and all I'll right, tell you what my problem can I, with can it I is. Can I say, first of all, it's three stars. It's not like a, a pan. It is? Yeah, three st- So it's How many can you get all together? Five. Oh, give me that fucking phone and edit this out. All no. right, sorry. Okay. Uh, in the fashion of every L.A.-based comedian, Todd Glass has started a podcast. As someone who's been listening to podcasts prior to this boom in quotes kind of condescending mm. i can honestly say todd show isn't bad but needs work mm. eating during the show is extremely annoying uh. regardless if you give warning or not it's disgusting and unprofessional mm. the other thing todd does that really bothers me is that he spends a sizable chunk of the podcast talking about the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> guys no laughter Nobody really cares what you want to do with the show or what it currently is. Okay. Would I you want to read a book where the author talks in detail about writing the book you're reading? If he did it in a funny way, I would. Yeah, it's yeah. called. Uh, Hold on, yeah. let, let's get that, it. Isn't that let's get it out. Let's get it out. I imagine the show will improve over time, but as it stands, it's just okay. Okay. Here's my here's my thing. I want to figure this guy out. I mean, I know I'm going to say this, and I'm going to borderline do what I don't want to do. But my efforts are to genuinely more figure him out than berate him. But I would like him to come in. If there's any way we can get him in here, I could be completely wrong. Um, it's, it's, it has a tone that he's angry to start that there's podcasts. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That he, he's annoyed. He wanted to take a, a swipe at, But he likes them. He seems to like yeah. podcasts. It's like, you know, it's like all these, all these actors in Hollywood, they have to make a fucking movie. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah do you like movies? Oh, yeah, I like movies. Now, by the way, and all... <laughs> Why are you upset with this? <laughs> yeah, well, if that's a movie, yeah. before this movie boom. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's making movies. Yeah, and in all fairness to him, it's worth addressing because he, at this going step by step, he's not the only one that echoes this type of uh, people that feel that way. He's and not, not the only <laughs> idiot. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be nice. No, I'm kidding. trying to be nice because then it seems more real than if I go... I'm, doing it, but I'm sure okay. I'll end by calling him fat. So... so. <laughs> I, th- I always end up when I get angry. Yeah, maybe 1987 is how much this jerk weighs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
don't hold on. I'm getting hot. I'm sweating. Okay, let me just go one. Let Todd, me get, you, you have a fan on you right now. Right? I know. Okay, uh, because I always listen to the podcast later, and I think I just like to really go slow here. So he, the other people feel that way, and I think the way you know you're not just stuck on something you feel is if somebody interjects some real common sense to what your feelings are, and you don't have the ability. I don't always do this. Certain things I feel, I don't know if you could budge me, but sometimes somebody just sheds a little fact on something or, or their side of it, and you go, oh, that is true. Why am I angry at guys? I know people that feel that way, like, oh, everyone's doing a podcast. It's like, yes, it's a new vehicle. It's just like stand-up comedy. And by the way, to George Carlin, I said this before I did a podcast. Because now it doesn't give it as much validity because I'm a guy defending my podcast. But I am so glad that I said this before I did a podcast, even before me and Jimmy did comedy and everything else. I said this because I was like, it's like stand-up. There was a period where stand-up, you know, people found out, oh, my God, there's places to perform stand-up in, like, 1978 or whatever. You know, it wasn't like, you know, years ago there were comedy clubs. And a lot of people that wanted to do that, they started doing stand-up. Some will make it, some won't. But it's a great vehicle, and people should jump on board. Some podcasts will turn into something, some won't, just like stand-ups. But imagine if you had that attitude towards, oh, like, oh, a lot of people are trying stand-up. Like, oh, like what are the odds of them turning that into something? Well, I don't know. I can think of a lot of stand-ups I knew from day one that now are doing – the odds of making it in stand-up are not like, oh, what are the odds? I know I probably know 10 people that I – or 15 that I knew from open mic night now that are like fucking crazy successful. Same thing with podcasts. Some will do it for a week and stop. Some will do it for a year. Some will turn into something. You know, so I think that's funny that right then I'm curious what he's thinking right now. I wonder if he's going or if he's going, yeah, what? What? Why was I right? He might go, well, I wasn't saying it was. A, yeah, you were. Anybody who read this would say it was like a very much like along with every other comic. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm also telling jokes like every other comic. Yeah. It's what the fuck. You well, stupid. That, yeah, that's yeah. He's doing nasty. something that people enjoy listening to. Yeah. He's doing something that, uh, you know, okay, you said it. Well, yeah, there's a forum <laughs> I for like funny making... people, right? Like, if you want a lot yes. of people you wouldn't hear otherwise, they can they yeah, have shows. Or... Like, that's, how it, that's only a good thing if you yeah. like those people. Yes, right. and I, I, I would like to make this joke a few more times. Could I just do it? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, don't it's, like, it's like, uh, <laughs> oh, he's smoking pot like all the other people who smoke pot. Hey, he's driving a car like everybody else. Yeah, just, everybody. Yeah, let's keep doing it. Yeah, imagine if a car. <laughs> came along and everyone went oh Uh-oh. you're getting a car everyone else is getting a car just because they're useful hey guess what the caller go ahead you're on oh yeah i'm gonna have a cell phone just like everybody else thank you caller yeah uh like a lot of other doctors who are trying to cure cancer, uh, Dr. Uh, oh, yeah. Shenanigan oh. is uh, also trying. Oh, to, I'm uh, going to be a scientist and I'm going to try to cure diseases that are debilitating to people. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, let's move on. No, I, oh, oh, keep doing I it? love doing it. Oh, okay, I'll keep doing it. I yeah, this will drive him nuts. I we could get this guy to kill himself. <laughs> Uh, this guy right now is sitting in his car with his jacking head, off, jacking oh, off. Oh, he is loving it. Matter of fact, he's jacking off so much that he's going to foot past his dick because that's how <laughs> big it feels right now. He's like jacking off. He's passing the dick, coming back. He's like, yes. like his. He feels like his dick is that big. Well, wow. Meanwhile, to you know, hey, I don't want to go. We don't know how big the guy's penis is. Right. That would be. That wouldn't be right to make fun. We could call him fat, but don't make fun of his cock. You know what I feel like? I know. I said to George Carlin, I was going to tiptoe into doing stuff like we're doing, but I think. To George Carlin, my main, I, I was really trying not to do that. We ended up being silly. So let me go back to the next thing that he says. Now, I really thought about this today because I know this. I always try to get into the mind of somebody else. Like He's thinking, like I said before, Todd, there's, what, what, so you don't want bad reviews. No, no, no. 
I'm, I'm repeating myself. I'm not saying it in the sense of if somebody said he shouldn't be able to post that. I'd be like, you know, he should be able to. I get it. People write nice. They bet. It's just figuring him out. So when then he writes. Now, I can't believe he doesn't have the ability to go. That's not my thing. But that's what Todd does. Uh, you know, you shouldn't talk about the podcast on the podcast. Like he doesn't have the ability to go. I don't fucking like that. But he can't fathom that some people become part of the family. Because I'll tell you what, I'm not going to lie. I do wonder when I read that. Oh, is that wrong? Is that nobody else does that? No one. Well, does. I and then I think I, I got to be the, the the advice I got from anybody that I've admired in radio over the years was, and I took it when I started this thing. I was starting to seep things in. Be don't honest. Don't piss off the advertisers. No, don't what? Put, what yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, don't piss off the advertisers. Hey, hand me that sharpie. I want to write that down. Oh, I love this sharpie. I got the calligraphy sharpie. It's really good. Um. So anyway. Sharpie. I love Sharpie. I've loved Sharpie ever since I was a little kid. We're going to talk about that later. So anyway, uh, what were we back? Back to this, please. I don't oh, want to... Well, hold no, on. You're, I think you're, you're right because the shit he was saying, you could have just as easily said, like, if you like podcasts where people eat on the podcast and talk about the podcast, this is for you. This is, the, <laughs> this is like the, the best podcast. Yeah, some people... Now, okay, so... He we, just is saying he doesn't like it. Hold on. Let me get, let me get to that point, too. Um, so going back to the talking about the podcast, yeah, it's, a, it's an experience I'm going through, and I just decided to have it on the air with the audience, what it's going to be. Doesn't I, Howard Stern always talk about things that are happening on the Howard Stern show? Isn't it always happening that way on that show? Well, uh, that's sometimes, you know, I'm obviously a fan of Howard yeah, Stern. that's and, what I'm uh, saying. I, I do think of that sometimes. It's a, it's a fine line of self-indulgent. I'm sure when Howard Stern's talking about his grilled cheese that they brought back wrong, he's wondering, oh, shit, but I'm loving it at my house. <laughs> Uh, because we're part of uh, the family, and I just so anyway, I, I I think that's funny that he, like again, I wonder what he's thinking right now. Like, no, nobody likes that, nobody does. Or can he go? And the thing what you said about the eating. Here's why that he's one hundred percent right on the eating. I heard it last week. We had McFlurries, and I edited out <laughs> ten minutes of the show because it was worse. And I and I said to I basically blame this on Blake Wexler because I said Blake, you hear it again. It's like we. And by the way, I'm curious. I don't remember eating on any other shows. I could be wrong, and if I am, I'm going to fucking fix that. But on the McFlurry one, I did hear a teeny, I go, oh, it's still there. And Blake goes, it's not that bad, but it's slurping. It's like, but the fact that that's what he went to, if he's listened to 10 shows, one thing. So here's what I'm going to say. Was there anything else we need to address? Um, he needs to work on well, it. Well, you talk Todd, about the podcast. The sure. podcast was yeah, he, yeah he we hates. talked about that. I mean, sure, the Republicans have gone back on their pledge to America. <laughs> but they made their pledge to corporate America in a, in a basement where they killed a goat and had to summon a beast. So that's a much more important character. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm Jimmy so- is not even talking about what we're talking about on the show. Todd, this is important, though. I need to, we need to get this out. This is in, these are important oh things. He just, it's like he's just doing these you know. Frank Luntz is the uh, Republican pollster, and he recently said that Occupy Wall Street actually scares him. And I could tell if you if you ever saw Frank Luntz, he had to look in his face. I haven't seen that scared look since they started allowing minorities into his fraternity. <laughs> so it's pretty scary. And 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 that time the the pizza guy forgot the crazy bread. He was out of his fuck. Have you seen him? He's a little chubby. He's he's getting up there. Frank Luntz. He wasn't always fat, but he's fat now. It's like one of those guys. He's been in public life. I've seen him get fat. You know how how fat how heavy would you say he was? Um, Mike's mom is is she's a she's a moose. So let's be careful here. Um, he's probably a uh, hundred pounds overweight. Oh really? Yeah. What I the fuck m- is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means your mom's a fucking pig. That's what that means. We'll no. take a break. We'll be right back right after this. We'll take a break. 
Hey everybody, this is Andrew Furtado from the Todd Glass Show. I just wanted to wish you all just a happy holidays to you and yours. I want to throw a happy holiday to my family in Rhode Island. I miss you guys. Just don't call me. Happy holidays from the Todd Glass Show. All right. Todd, so how do you do those jingles? My, uh, Lynn Shore does them. I love him. Okay. Can, can I have his email or yes, something? Yes, I'll I gotta, do some for you. I got to get some of those. You're the. Let me tell you something, Jimmy. You're the first person that asked for my Jingle Guy's number. Yes. <laughs> It'll be my present to you. I've been thinking about, oh, I want that. Okay. I've been calling these other podcasts. I go, get some jingles. I need some jingles. I'm not cramming. I don't want them all for myself. All right, so let me finish talking about this guy. And then, Mike, uh, you want to? I know I wanted you to tell something too. So let oh, me no, just say about, this: it's about this. Oh, it's about this. Okay. Yeah. So let me just say this: so I wanted to have the guy in to see if we were uh, uh, wrong about not what we were just saying. But here's my guess on who this guy is, and we'd have to have him in, and maybe a friend of his that could tell us. You know, I didn't want to admit it that those guys really. They. I want to figure him out now, as close as we all can. Like we're a therapist from that information. What type of person he is? Uh, um, I'm going to say. I don't think he's nurturing, and I've said this before. I really mean that. I think if his girlfriend was here, somebody in his life, and we asked that, we go, no bullshit. Defend him. If you go, well, you got him pegged. And we could. He could there could be people, him, his friends, by that time, he's playing this for them. They could go, well, that's, you got him wrong there. Because he just seems like very, like, he says the show's all right and it might get better. Well, then why don't you be a little kinder? Like, and you're, he just seems like an angry guy, and I'm going to go out on a limb here again. That, and I'm going to say he also probably is angry. You might go, Todd, this is half the world. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. If I'm right, I'm right. That's not half the world, what I'm about to say. He see, it's a lot of people that are, want to do something creative and aren't, and then it vents out a bitter. They get bitter. Oh, I think, no, I be- think he's an angry guy also that's not doing what his passion is. Oh, maybe. I think people who leave negative reviews on podcasts that they like on iTunes are very well balanced and are doing a lot of great things probably. <laughs> <laughs> They seem like they really have their act together, and they're, they're so involved with doing what their passion is that they sometimes just take a break to shit on other people's creative work. Okay, let me, I know you'll be able to explain this, and believe me, I want you to. Could somebody say, and I know there's an answer to this, but I want to hear it. Oh, so what, what about people who write positive stuff? Uh, they have stuff going on? They have time to write positive stuff? Does that mean, what's that mean? Um, that means that they're good people, that, and Jesus gave them extra minutes in the day. Thank you. And that, that, uh, and so that's, it was, I'll give you extra minutes in the day if you promise to use it by reviewing people positively. And then that, those are the good people. The other people are using the regular 24-hour time. That's, bull, that's kind of a loser. Yeah. Right? I would only write a negative. Todd, I spent most of the day arguing with people on Facebook. So you I can't, can't really do come down on this guy. <laughs> yeah. I get I just like to break it down. I hope I'm like, – and, Mike, what were you going to say? About it. Oh, uh, well, for, I think we can, like, you look at his name. It's like Jared, 1987. So he's probably 24 years old. Right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Or how about if that's... Uh, maybe that's when he graduated what, like, what, high school. But, like, really, like, what does that mean? Because uh, he, when you, people use the year they were born in their internet name. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they want people to know how old they are. But they also think that the year they were born is really important. Right? Like, they, he's, a, a, yeah, like that's he's an it'll... egomaniac. You think you really mean that? Yeah, I do. I so, think that that's... 1987 was the year of the savings and loan crisis, so fuck your year. That's a shitty year. Yeah, it's I'll tell you that. 87? So, that so, was Reagan and shit. So for $1,000, would you... Seriously, if I put $1,000... What are you, the, Mitt what, Romney? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Okay, let's move on. Because uh, oh, that, that's I will interesting. Say, I want to talk ago, about that. Yes. Uh, Don't you think that that kid's pissed off? He didn't use his full name. 
Because now we're talking yeah, about Yeah, I know. Because he wants his friends. Yeah. But uh, hold on. The I only, the only time any, okay. I'm just kidding. Oh, the only time anyone ever wrote about me on the internet, I only got, people only wrote about me one, once in my life, which was when I worked at Conan. Uh, I was sick one time and he came to my apartment and did, did he fire you? Uh, no, he was like checking to see if I was really sick. Oh, because you couldn't come in? Yeah, because I, I, I had strep throat. But Wait he a second, like, he really in a joking way came to your apartment? Yeah, he like came with a camera to see if I was really sick. That's that's that beautiful. And, and where did you look sick? Unfortunately, I was actually sick, so I was like out of it. But uh, I don't know if I even looked that sick. But I was sick. I like my throat was sore. But um, so I was. Uh, Reading, so I go on the internet to, to see, like, because people are writing about me, and people, everyone hated me, and <laughs> they all thought that I was faking being sick because that's what Conan said. And this guy says, um, "Like, what a piece of shit! This guy has one of the cushiest jobs anyone could ever have in the world, and he pretends to be sick. These, this is why Americans are lazy pieces of crap, and this is why we're going to bomb Iran." He's right oh about that Iran God. thing, but yeah, he's right on the. <laughs> <laughs> but up until the Iran thing, I was really I thought like, oh, he's he's kind of I don't know. I mean, maybe I should have gone into work even though I wasn't feeling well. I uh, love it, but yeah, I, people. Some sometimes people are just crazy. Well, whenever I whenever I I read a review, there's a thing online, and maybe he can pull it up because I think we'd all love to listen to it. It's Rodney giving band instructions. So when Rodney Dangerfield would tour, he didn't have a band. There were three. He'd have a little four-piece band or five-piece band, and they would get instructions that Rodney uh, did into a, a recorder. And then it's online somehow. It was really? like something that only went to the bands. And then you understand, like, if you knew his act, you're going, oh, my God, they did that in his act, and that's when they did that. But somebody wrote Rodney. Like, it's – come on. Who – I guess there are people, but I, I find it hard to believe. Here, here's the way I put it. If somebody said they didn't like Rodney – and I've had this happen in my career where someone said they didn't like a comedian. They go, it's just – you know, that's how I feel. And I go, yeah, yeah, I've learned that. Like, you have a right to like whoever you like. I can't argue who you like. But I have started doing this at Thanksgiving dinners, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I go, you're right. You have a right to like, and, you're, and what you like can go all over the board. But don't you find it like the comedian you like, and I'm not mentioning names. And then I go, I know this person likes David Cross. I know this person likes a lot of great comedians. And I go, don't you hate that? No one likes this person, and you do. Don't you want to go, why? Why is my sensibility off here? So anyway, what my point is that everybody – I don't know one great comedian that doesn't love Rodney. Right. But I read the review, and this was when it makes you think, oh, who gives a shit about someone writes about me? But you do, but it helps dissipate it. Someone writes, you yeah, know, this video that he plays is a lot funnier than anything he ever fucking did. <laughs> who the fuck is this goddamn maniac? And I think they should get this guy off the streets. Who is this guy? This is guy's like a fucking lunatic. He doesn't think Rodney's funny. Like you, you need seriously. You need fucking help. That's like you know what else. And then after that, that's like someone that doesn't think Brian Regan's funny. Then get the fuck out of the business because you're only saying it for two reasons. You either are, are fucking out of your goddamn mind, or you think that you're tired of hearing everyone say how they like Brian Regan, so you decided that you'd be the one that doesn't. Either way, fucking kill yourself. The Republicans are only going to pass that, that payroll tax cut <laughs> if Obama goes along with the oil pipeline and cutting Medicare. Hey, why don't you just ask for a fueled helicopter and a billion dollars in unmarked bills and safe transit to the closest bank of America, too, you fucking prick. These are, this is important. 
No, I love it. I, this is what we do in this show. The thing we just talk about something, it flows into something else. I'm happy. I, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Because Frank Luntz, we were talking about, because he's so fat now, you know, and uh, he's he he is he is fat, and um, he, you know he he likes to say that he he said oh, the joke about ah. Oh, you know, those Occupy Wall Street people, why don't you get a job after you take a bath? That's good because you can dismiss a whole nationwide movement with just like one sentence, right? Wait, and you're saying, Jimmy, didn't you just dismiss him by calling him fat? I dismissed him as a person. Not, I did dismiss him as an idea, and that's different. I got a little confused. It's confusing what I'm saying. No, it's okay. I like it. It doesn't make sense all the way. If I tell you this, will you feel better? (laughs) I like to be confused sometimes. Okay, sometimes. And that's doing it for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, instead of me going to iTunes, what happened when I I got pissed off? I don't know if you guys felt this way, but when I saw the the UC Davis where the cop was pepper spraying all those kids... It made me so angry. Like I couldn't do any. I couldn't do anything else that day. I couldn't stop and read another story. I couldn't watch a movie. I couldn't have a conversation with my wife. I couldn't take my dog for a walk and enjoy it. I couldn't do fucking anything because that was on my mind. What was on your mind? I'm that sorry. UC Davis, where they pepper sprayed the kids, right? Oh. So I couldn't do anything. I'm just sitting in my house now, just upset. So I decide. So what? What Jared would do was go to iTunes and write shitty things about your your show. What I did was I called the UC Davis Police Department and fucking yelled at them. And what did they do? Uh, they they were, must have been fielding a lot of calls. They told me they knew, they had my phone number, and then I said, I'm calling through Skype, and you can't. And then I found out they could actually track you down through Skype. So that was a bad idea. Wait, is that illegal to call the Well, I was harassing a little. And then I called <laughs> back, and I, well, I called up and I said, hey, can you guys do me a favor? There's some kids hacky sack, playing hacky sack behind my garage. Could you come over here and pepper spray the shit out of them? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, sure, where do you? I go, because that's what you guys do, right? You'll just pepper spray the shit out of people, right? And and that's what uh, that's I shouldn't have done that. But then I did call back. No, I, 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 it, it, of course, that, well, that was numbing to see that. I, I couldn't. Believe. So I called back and then I said, uh, hey, I need to talk to someone who's available for the press to talk about the incident. So they did con- you tape any of this? I taped the, I taped this thing. So they connect me to this office and they give me to this. Li- I got this lady's cell phone, the information director for UC Davis. I get her cell phone number. So I call it. And uh, she hands it to another guy, and he and they're right in the middle of a confrontation with students when I called, right? So it's that Saturday. It's the and um, he starts talking to me. I have it all on tape, Todd. It's fucking. I'm going. Hey, what's your policy on uh, using chemical weapons against peaceful students on your? Ca- what is your policy? And he's like, uh, it's an impossible question to answer. He wouldn't tell. He and he, first of all, he wouldn't call pepper spray a chemical weapon, and he kept saying it's pepper spray. Which I love how people say, like, it's not a big deal. It's just pepper spray. Yeah, it just burns your eyes. Is that a sensitive it's pepper. organ? It's like they could do oregano. Yeah. Lorena Baba just cut off his, the tip of his dick. What's the big deal? So let That's me ask like... you about this. What, and I'm not playing, obviously, that, that made my stomach hurt, too, just like when it, you saw it. Uh, what should they, in, in a situation where they want to remove people, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate okay. a little, maybe I'm really curious, but I know pepper spray can't be the answer. Right. So I'm not asking... In the way of going, like well, Todd's going, on, Todd's going. Well, maybe pepper spray. No, I. There's got to be something else you could do. Depends, I said, on, depends on what you want to move them for. If they're peacefully protesting something, you don't use violence on peaceful protesters. And you just let them stay as long as they want. Well, they've picked them up before. You can pick them up and drag them over. And yeah. They, How about what I said the other night? Seltzer water, because that's what I Graham Elwood was saying. <laughs> I say seltzer water. Yeah, you go like over there. You go because Graham was saying the seltzer water is good sometimes. Lettuce. 
We need you to move from the premises. We need you to move from the premises. <laughs> we won't go. We, we won't go. We need you to move. We Listen up, you little go. fucks. We won't go. Listen we up. Won't I, go. Turn the PA up, we Frank. We won't go. All righty. We won't you, go. Let's shut up. We won't go. All right, we get me my... That's right, motherfuckers. Hey, you're an animal. Here's what I'm saying. Is that seltzer water? That's here's, kind of funny. Here's what I'm saying. To, to watch people that shouldn't, is that, to watch people that shouldn't be pepper sprayed is it, like you said. It gives you a stomachache. It gives me a stomachache. But you know what would be fun to watch? I bet people that should be moved. And then they get like someone that's doing something mean, like a like they never go down and pepper spray when they're protesting outside a church. You know what I mean? Like when their Ku Klux Klan is is marching down the street. You know what? As much as I think I don't care what anybody does, I get it. I'm not a dumb person. Over the years, you, we all understand why the Ku Klux Klan has to march. We get it. But how come they don't fucking? You never hear a story about that? Yeah, they went in there the Ku Klux right. Klan. They fucking pepper, pepper sprayed. sprayed. The, how cool would that be to see some guy holding up a sign, a, a hateful sign, and then boom, right in a fucking taser in his stomach. Just him shaking, convulsing, and well, spitting. And do you think that you could? I, I, that's what I thought. Like I could never be a peaceful protester. Like as soon as a cop did something to me, I would fucking hit them so hard, as hard as I could. Back, I would pick up a, bo- a bottle. Uh, I would do. I'm the. I would be the worst. I would have my own pepper spray. I don't know why those kids don't have their own goddamn pepper spray. Just start pepper spraying those motherfuckers back. You can buy it on Amazon.com. And again, this is probably it would probably hurt the movement if they did that. Yeah, so that's, that's probably well, why they don't do that. And yeah, don't, well, that's and don't why. take my advice on shit. I'm very emotional. <laughs> I'm a very reactionary type guy. Okay, Todd, what's going on over there? No, that's all right. Yeah, what is everything all right? Okay, cool. Can we can we do something now to help you with that? No, I always sound like I'm being sarcastic when I say it, but I'm not. Let's fix that. Did you hear? You know, hold on. No, no, I don't want to edit anything out. The less editing Katie has to do, the better, and the happier she is, and the happier she is, the happier I am, and the happier I am, the happier you're going to be. And Jimmy, you're going to be happy too. I need to be happy. I need a little happiness. Okay, go ahead. Oh no, I just thought it was so great what they did to the uh, dean. Do you know that silent walk? Yeah. Yes. That's like the best. What happens? Reaction to anything like this I've ever heard. That uh, all the students lined up, and when the dean so, uh, who had called in the police originally left her office, she just had to walk past. So how she, many was she it? didn't want to leave because she was afraid of the of the student protesters. She was afraid for her safety. Right. She didn't know what they were going to do. So what the students decided to do was that they were going to sit there in silence, and they were going to clear a path for her on her way to her car all the way. And then they said, uh, we won't even sit on both sides because that could be threatening. We're only going to have the kids sit on one side of the street. So they only sat on one side in silence. It was nighttime, and she walked out, and it was like you could hear her shoes going, and there's all these hundreds of kids. Who just, were they doing this to? To the cha- to the chancellor, actually. She right, wasn't the chancellor. the chancellor of UC Davis who ordered the riot cops in to beat the shit out of those kids on her on her campus. So the she so they cleared a path for her to leap. You got to see the video, Todd. Oh, I, I want to watch it. Oh, it's like it, it, the power of silence is unbelievable, right? So she walks all the way to her car in silence, silence on video. It's pretty powerful, right, Mike? Well, they're staring at her as she's walking by, so it's... Yeah, they're just you, staring you know. at And her. that's why, Jimmy, for the people that, uh, you know, we don't want to get a call, hey, because what Jimmy said, people are going out and buying their own pepper spray. <laughs> we get the power <laughs> of the people, like, well, what the Martin Luther King, uh, his right. whole thing was about. That's how it works, but I'm yes. with Jimmy. Yeah. We get why that is the brilliant way to do it, but I'd be like you. I don't think I could sit there. I'd be yeah. like, oh. If I was born uh, African-American, I would definitely be a Black Panther. 
I, that's the way I you would. You know go. what I'd be? A black Sharpie. <laughs> this is I'd why Jared Sharpies. 1987 should have just sat in silence and, and brooded at your podcast. Outside the studio oh, here. Yeah. It, it's like when you Good Morning America where you, you have the big glass windows. Sometimes yeah. in the morning people stand there with signs when we're doing the show. We do a morning show. Uh-huh. And they have signs. Hey, you know, Todd Glass Show. and we, that, we, Right. No, we Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Yeah. Hello, Biloxi. Biloxi, like that. Biloxi Blues, which is my favorite Sharpie color. Yeah, maybe Jared comes down here with a T-shirt on that says "Stop Eating," and less references to the podcast while you're doing it. Maybe that's what he does. Yeah, well, silently. That's, that's a good way to do it. That well, would... I want to have him on the show, and I will make him a promise. I will put money in an envelope if he comes on the show. Uh, that five hundred dollars. That if we do any like we got a little silly today, and we were saying some things that were we were we left. Hey, it was funny, and I don't give a shit. We did it. Don't get me wrong. But we left the we we had an intelligent discussion, and then it turned into just bashing somebody. We left. We we just uh, but because it was fun and we laughed. But if he comes in, we won't do that. I want to have a serious interview with that guy. We're going to get him in here. Find out what we're right. Do we call them right? We'll be able to tell. When someone sits in front of you, you so, can read them. And you're going to pay him 500 bucks for no, that? No. If we, uh, when he got in here, who would want to come and do an interview if we're going to bash them when they get in here and right. be, oh, so be disrespectful so to a, him? So if you don't bash him, he doesn't get the cash? No. If he goes, yeah, right, well, you, you called me on my, my, some of my stuff, and you might a little bit hard on me, but you didn't make fun of my appearance oh, okay. or my weight, or we don't know what the guy's weight is, whatever it would be, we wouldn't go there. Okay. That's good, right? What if he's really ugly? No, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I never said anything about Ernest an audience Borgman. member being ugly except one time. Who was it? Uh, I don't. That, was it that time your mom came? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Hey, it's Katie Levine, the producer of the Todd Glass Show. Hope you have a happy Hanukkah, but not Christmas because I don't celebrate that. Happy holidays from the Todd Glass Show. I like that. The first one was Andrew. This was Katie. <laughs> I got it. All right, so... um, How do you do those jingles? I want to learn them. Well, hold on. I think I could do one right here for you. Hold on. Be patient. Listen. Hello? Hello? Hold on. That's quite a... Uh, you got... Is that, is that the thing from your house, Todd? Is that that box from your house? No. Did you I get have... a new one? I had something else, but now What I'm kind of board do you like use? It's like number like 30... Uh, the this like... is from Carvin. Oh. Yeah. They're right down the street from like Meltdown Comics. Oh, do you know how much that cost? No. It wasn't okay. bad. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars. No, this was oh, two fifty. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, talking about that. Okay. Yeah, that all right, all right. I got a little uh, little bit I got a little bit lost there, but but that's, everything's good. We can edit that out. Don't no, worry. No, 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 that's okay. We had a moment. Um Okay. So I wanted to play this for you. Speaking of these kids pr- protesting and I'm protesting, is that right? Protesting. The, uh, protesting, yes. I want to play this thing for you, and if it's not, in, you know, like I said, we can edit it out. But I curate. When I first heard it, I thought, ah, oh, Jimmy Dore would be able to explain this. What I think, like you know, how people always say, oh, kids today they're so apathetic, and they all they do. Oh, the kids today with the hair and the clothes. Am I right? I, <laughs> and the new math. Yeah, the kids they don't do. They're just so they, all they do is play video games. And I fucking go, that's not true at all. I bet there's, you know. So I think this is addressing that. That, that you know. This is this kid's addressing that, and I hope I hope I'm right. Otherwise, you can go. This kid's a moron. To me, he sounded really smart, and I thought he was addressing. We're not apathetic. This is, you know. So, um, why don't you uh, play that? Well, I might be in detention a week. I can hear him. Uh, and the school might not be very happy, but we sure showed something much bigger last Wednesday. Okay, sorry. Uh, you know, this was meant to be the first post-ideological generation, right? 
This was meant to be the generation that never thought of anything bigger than our Facebook profiles and our TV screens. This was meant to be the generation where the only thing that Saturday night meant was X Factor. I think now that claim is quite ridiculous. I think now that claim is quite repressive. I think now we've shown... Now we've shown that we are as ideological as ever before. Now we've shown that solidarity and comradeship and all those things that used to be associated with students are as relevant now as they've ever been. Wow. He's 16. What? Mm -hmm. You know, the the, the most incredible thing that that happened on Wednesday, I went down, I thought I was going to go down in lunch break and then get back in time for lessons. Um, (laughs) Perhaps I should have known they put the... The guy in charge, the G20 in charge. Uh, He's 15. I was more concerned for my life than for whether I was going to get down for lessons. But uh, when I tried to get out and I was told it was a sterile area uh, by police officers standing and not letting anyone out, I thought, well, that's why we need a university education. If we don't get one, we end up in police uniforms. Um, you know, when, when, I, when I was cuddled in there, I, I was with thousands and thousands of school students who'd come down with their ties around their heads in their school uniforms, and yeah, they were cold, who'd come down, who'd never been on a protest before, who'd never joined a political party or been involved in a political movement before, who didn't have any economic knowledge or political degrees, but they were there because they believed in something. They were there because they believed in something bigger, and they were there because they knew that either... You know, there weren't a million choices, there were two choices. Either they laid down and took whatever the government threw at them, or they stood up and fought back. And so those school students who'd never been involved in anything before stood up and they fought back. And when they were in that kettle, being kettled in by police, you know, the word went round as we were sitting, huddling around fires, sharing out what little food we had, and the word went round, people said, we know what they're up to. We know that they don't think we're a danger to the public. I'm 15 years old, people there were as young as 13. We know they don't think we're going to run riot through the streets of London. We know what they're up to. They think that if they kettle us now, we're not going to come on a demonstration ever again. Well, let the word go out from today, people said. Let the word go out about next Tuesday. Let the word go out about next week and next month and next year that they can't stop us demonstrating. They can't stop us fighting back. And however much they try to imprison us in the streets of London, those are our streets, and we will always be there to demonstrate. We will always be there to fight. People who had, who had always thought that the police were just those people at the other end of the telephone line to help uh, if there was a burglary. People who'd always thought that the media were just those friendly newspaper men who were there to give them that unbalanced... Okay. I think we got the gist of it. So well, that uh, kid's got a bug up his ass. Fifteen. <laughs> what if that's how you am, looked at it? Am I right? What's his problem? Well, was, that, was that one of those Ricky Gervais, Gervais things? Fifteen years old. That's amazing, isn't it? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he get a job and take a shower? Yeah, is that what? There's you know, there's people that think yes. that. Wait, so who was that? I don't. You got to obey the cops. You got to listen to what they say. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you get pepper sprayed. <laughs> that's right. That's why they do it. So uh, who who was that kid? What was his name? Right. I mean, the last time. Uh, so he's saying that we're not an apathetic, uh, 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 you know, we, we do. We, we're just as. That was pretty powerful. Yeah, that was pretty, you know, to think about it. He was right. And, you know, it's funny that the people who wanted, uh, who are against the Occupy Wall Street people or student protesters in England, you know, they try to dismiss them and say, oh, what do they just want? Something for free? They want something. These are kids already in college, dumb fuck. They're already there. They're protesting the fact that tuition has doubled in the last six years at UC Davis. And they want to be able to... These are, uh, these are veterinary students. These are science students. These aren't fucking bums. Yeah, I think people like to generalize everybody. It's like when it comes to protesters, why don't you just go situation by situation and see if it's necessary or, ah, yeah. eh, they're just... You know, I can see, but I know some... Oh, 
Oh my god, what a perfect thing! Uh, you know what? I, re- I go ahead. Oh, let me get this out. I remember. I think a lot of people do this. They, uh, are there some protesters you can go? All right, I'm not really in. I think they're wrong or whatever. Yeah, but take situation by situation. And to me, what this this story that I'm about to tell is proof that certain people don't. One time I was standing on the corner and there was some protesters up ahead. And of course it caught my attention. It always does. I go, what's going on over there? And a the guy goes, they're protesting. <laughs> and I go, oh, what are they protesting? He goes, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Yes. And now, if that was just one dumb Maybe. guy, who cares, Todd? You're gonna that that guy represents a lot of other people. Oh, they're protesting. I don't know what, but I know it's fucking hippies. <laughs> Fucking hippies trying to get a free fucking granola bar. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mike, do you have anything you'd like to say? You heard uh, the, you heard it. Oh, Jimmy. No. Uh, oh, that. Ki- go ahead, Mike. You go ahead. No, no. I really don't know anything about it. I uh, mean, you're stupid. Oh, uh, you dummy. I mean, dumb. I'm not trying to. I'm not, so uh, dumb. Well, I'm not trying to sound smart. I think. I think. I think. Do you want to? You want to know my opinion? Do you guys want to know my opinion about this? Is that I think it's. I think it's. I think it's all right. I think that kid's okay. What Greek? I work on Conan O'Brien. No, no. What I want to say, I'll tell you what I really think. Go ahead. Is I think that kid's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mike Coleman. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Here we go. Hey, this is Chris Burden, sound guy for the Todd Glass Show. I just wanted to wish you all a merry, uh, shit, uh, happy holidays and uh, whatever else you're into. Happy holidays from the Todd Glass Show. You know, it would have been, I love that he it left was, it. First, it's very funny, and it would have been even better if the jingle guy said, uh, merry shit, happy ho- uh You know what? We're going to get him to do it. Watch what happens when people give me jingle suggestions. I listen. <laughs> I don't fight jingle suggestions. Cut, but make sure you cut this part out so people don't anticipate it. When it happens, they think, just, you know. Oh, wait, is this the I holiday t- show, or do you this do is, more? We'll do the whole month. And, okay. Jimmy, can I say something to both of you? You're Sharpie dressers. Oh, Sharp dressers. Sharp dressers. <laughs> I'm a black Sharpie dresser. You are. You dress good. You're like, sh- like you sh- that's what they should call it, the new, like, when you dress like good, they go, that guy's a Sharpie dresser. So... So you literally just made a face like my mom if she made a joke at Thanksgiving, kind of like her her tongue came out of her mouth a little bit and uh, a little head wag. Bobby Collins does the tongue out Shop of her mouth. Barack <laughs> wants to extend the payroll tax cuts. The Republicans wants to ba- pay for it by taking out of Medicare. You know what will fix this? Super committee. It's <laughs> uh, audible.com. That's a political joke. Here's what we're going to do. Um, we're gonna do. Todd, this. I gotta get a crew like this at my show. This is great. It's fun, isn't it? It makes it more fun. There's like an audience. You know, if it's funny right away. I know, and they're and they're look at them. That's the worst part about a podcast. You never know how funny it is. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's good not to have the people there. But like the people that come here are always like last some week. Somebody brought a friend of a friend of a friend's, and they were behind me, uh-huh. and they weren't laughing at everything or or even looking interested. And I go, Oh my god, I'm performing for like an audience now. Every two <laughs> minutes, I'd be like, oh, Jerry over there. I use Jerry for every every go to name, <laughs> not Jerry Seinfeld, but whenever I'm that guy's Jerry because I got tired of using Bob. Remember how Bob would be? A, <laughs> yes. Oh, two guys, guys never right. dance together. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Rodney, I have this thing. It's just silly. Can we play it? And this is Rodney um, telling his band, like, they would get this, obviously, in the mail. Uh, I, I would say back this. then it was probably can, can a tape. I, before, can, before we play the Rodney thing, because mm-hmm. I think anything will sound not funny after that. Uh, 
That, by the way, that was a compliment, everybody, yeah. not an insult. No, I think was, it sounded. I want to just get this out. Before yeah, you we... weren't you a professional? Isn't that what your thing was? You would say you were your best ability was you would say compliments, but you managed to make them sound like insults. <laughs> yeah, and it was a passive aggressive thing you were Very... doing, which you're sorry you did. You said back yeah. in when you were. Yeah, you know, Todd, you you do that really, uh, you know, not as shitty as most people though. <laughs> The way you just... And he would throw people for a, a loop. So what I'm you... sorry that I just do... Yeah, sometimes I have a tick. And, <laughs> what were uh, you going to say? Go no, ahead. Go ahead. I was Before cause... the Rodney thing. Go ahead. And so I played that call for some people. And, uh, Hello? Is the... Jimmy Dore there? When I called the UC Davis Police Department and I was... So I got to the point where I actually yelled at the guy and he was the senior... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the senior oh, yeah. information officer. And I, would... I just wanted him to tell me what his policy was. When you're confronted with peaceful students protesting, is it to use violence and chemical weapons? And he wouldn't answer that question. And I actually got to the point where I screamed at him, and I go, and, and I did, he goes, well, it sounds like you've made up your mind. And I go, this isn't about me making up my mind. This is about what your goddamn policy is. And I'm screaming, right? So when some people heard that, they go, wow, you really get worked up, huh? And I'm like, well, normally, you know, uh, you know I save getting upset for, you know, if they're going to build a new football stadium or did Kobe have a good night last night. But something about when I see state-sanctioned violence against people protesters at, at a college campus, yeah, it gets me a little riled. Yeah, why would <laughs> I'm somebody... fucked up like that. Even if they disagreed with you, like if somebody was saying they should have pro-peppered them, <laughs> I'd never go, you really get riled. Well, I yes. get you disagree with me, but I get your your passion. Oh, about yeah, it. you get worked up. Yeah, 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 yeah I get a little riled. Yeah. I don't know. Don't be, don't be... Don't be proud that what you don't f- get worked up. But I'm up. amazed yes. that right now you were able to get him on the phone. It seems like I know. more well, let, pressing. Uh, okay, here's the, here's the longer st- – I'll just give you this part I left out. Um, when I called the, this, the police department, three times the guy said uh, – he, he transferred me to an answering machine. Well, the fourth time I called, I got a woman who was more, I think, sympathetic to this student's plight. So she transferred me directly to the head of the department's answering vo- uh, voicemail. So I got her cell phone number. Oh, wow. So that's how this all happened. So that, and that, the f- we should bring in the tape. I mean, uh, well, he has I, his I own show. Oh, okay. sure you know not. what? I might have it on my phone. I, let me, what, let's well, play, Doc, take play a break. Rodney. And then no, also, no, well, I, also, I have, I don't want to trespass on Jimmy's territory is when political comedy, but I do have a, a joke. I think uh, is, Related to the like the current climate, sure. Uh, well, I don't. I I cannot go to Congress. And you just have to ask me why. Why well, can't you go to Congress? I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's not. That's got to be honest with you. That's a little. <laughs> that's more just silly. That's, that's, that's a, thank you. I, I'm laughing because it's not at you. But that's well, I think like, we might. Know, have, I think on. we have different like we. I'm not as angry as Hold you. on. We had this happen on the last show. Let's not yeah. get on different pages. You do see the difference in some of Jimmy's comments and how they're well thought out. You're doing like a, a joke like a you wouldn't want to. No, go to- Todd, actually, I don't. I, I'm not happy with the administration right now. And I think I, I think that these guys are, are clowns. <laughs> it just seems so sophomoric. You know, like, can you go over there, the cowbell? Can you go to the cowbell? And put the stick in it and then bing it back and forth after you say that. Like, don't you – do you think – I'm going to play a cowbell. You say the sure. same thing you just said. Tell me if you think – if I play the cowbell after one of Jimmy's jokes, the audience doesn't buy it because they're like, well, that was a well-thought-out joke. Why would he get a cowbell? Say what you said again about the nuts and just go back to bing. Well, I, I, have, I have an even more – I have an even more uh, astute, I think, observation about what these guys are doing in Washington. Okay, go ahead. Well, every time, uh, every time I'm, I'm around Washington, D.C., I think it's at the, I think it's the top of the hour. Why? Well, because I keep hearing the same thing. Cuckoo, cuckoo. 
I think that sounds What's better. What's that, the, the good point, Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I love that somebody goes, that's where you, you I got to just, I'll go political here. This seems what they're doing today. You know what? I like it. All I right. get the style of this show. Jimmy? There were parts of the board spread where that was the good point, Bell. A lot of people don't know that. What, say that again? There were parts of the Borch Belt where that was the good point belt. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I even saying that right? Borch Belt? How do you say it? I don't, I never the Borscht s- Belt? Borscht? Borscht. Michael's dad was a Borscht Belt comic. Yeah. What? We'll yeah. talk about it when we come back. No, he wasn't. All right, here's what I want to do. <laughs> I am going to take a little break because there's a few things I want to set up. And then when we come back, we'll start with playing Rodney's uh, thing that the band would get. I would imagine they got it back then on a tape. Oh, at the end of his career on a CD, yeah, uh, but uh, maybe on a, I keep giving every scenario. When so he we're going to start it. It was a Victrola, yeah, Victrola, and up then, to an Edison. Uh, go ahead, I'm, I, I'm done. <laughs> it was good, better than I could come up with. VHS tape CD dat beta fan. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm Sharpie tonight. You go on. A, right, listen, uh, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to set up a few things, and then we're going to come back. We'll play the Rodney thing. Okay, go ahead. What do you have to? Play? Uh, Hold on. Pause that. Pause that. Before we go to break, you see this. How music? do you think the show's going? By the way, so far, I'm 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 happy. Okay, good. I'm happy. I, I think uh, I'm happy. Okay, good. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying myself. Okay. You know what I said in the? I'm, I don't want to repeat myself. I don't want to talk about the podcast. I'll talk about the podcast on the podcast if I want. This guy can't stop me. Okay. I'm gonna have a silence protest against him. I'm gonna turn on these mics one week and not say a thing for an hour to teach him a lesson. Here, ask ask. Uh, <laughs> 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 I wouldn't, wouldn't really do anything. <laughs> Could here, you play with your mic a little more, here, Jimmy? Ask, uh, <laughs> I like to hear. Uh, let me want me to move my mic over to your mic so I can amplify you. Well, moving if you it? get the nice mics, you can't hear all. How that. dare but, uh, you! <laughs> oh my God! I knew you were coming here for a reason to get even. <laughs> get even? What did you do to me? And oh I don't even know God, it yet. Shut up! <laughs> Go look at your car. Uh, oh, no, what were you going to say? I know I'm all over the place. Everybody. Oh, uh, here you ask me. Ask. Uh, this is how I was in my mind when I asked you. Like this is what I most hope. Like you get uh, that you how you would answer as opposed. Okay, so this is what I was hoping. This would be like the dream scenario how you would have answered it. But I still held hope. Like maybe a one percent. So go ahead. Oh, Jim. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm and I'm I'm me yeah. now. Uh huh. How do you think the show's going? Great, great, it's great. <laughs> You're funny. You're really good. I'm saying it's the best show I've done, and I don't know why. You know what, though? I thought I gave it. Like, I meant it that way when oh, I okay. said it. But you're right. Let me do it again. Ask me again. Okay. Hey, how's the show going? Are you fucking shitting me? No. No, are you fucking shitting no, me? No, I'm not. You got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> because this is the best fucking show I've had. Are you fucking shitting me that you have to ask? Oh. Mike's having fun. I feel ins- like it's a good... I feel like I'm insecure, that's all. I'm no, fine. you're fuck Jimmy. That's fuck right. that shit. You're the fucking best. For- <laughs> fuck it. Take a call. Uh, hello? Uh, Jimmy. Hello. Hi. This is Mike Coleman's mother. Hi. How are you, how are you Fatty? Oh, you're fucking the best. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you? Oh, I love you. You're great. You've got quite a mouth on you. Let's take Blake Wexler's mom. Oh, my God. I'm home naked touching my pussy. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> Does his mom listen? She listening? I don't know. I don't even know why I have to go there. But it his... makes me laugh. That's funny. Like, who would say that? Like, his mom's. For anyone that didn't think that's funny. Stop listening to the show. <laughs> Not like in a dickish way. Because because I'd be a dick if I went, I don't care if people like the show. Obviously, we want people to like what we do. But we also want to do what we think is funny. That made me laugh. Like his mom would ever call in. Hey, I'm home touching my pussy. <laughs> Why? To me, it's funny. <laughs> All right. So, so we're going to. Uh, Maybe his mom's really funny. 
She is funny. Maybe she knows. Oh, you mean <laughs> she would do that? Like that's true. That takes the fun out of it, though. Yeah, I like her when she's just horny. <laughs> <laughs> she's horny and unaware. That's where it's funny to me. <laughs> like if she was really that funny to call in, that's like something. That's something Sarah Silverman would do if she right. was. If she had a kid and they were on a radio show, she goes, "Sarah Silverman, I'm touching my pussy." Because <laughs> she would get the ridiculousness of it. But this woman is just horny and bored, and she calls in the station unaware. And then later, Blake goes, "Mom." What are you doing? <laughs> oh, stop it. Now that I'm single, I'm having fun. <laughs> Relax. I was horny. <laughs> well, Mom, you can't call up a station. I work on that show. I was horny. You're n- <laughs> you are not going to run my life anymore. What are you? The, I mean, what do you? I, but you do understand that you can't call and I work on that show that was mortifying. Your mother has a pussy. Get used to it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe Dad. I thought you were going to flip out. And you're. And your, you're mo- the- your mother was horny. I, mean, I don't know who's the woman and who's the. I, I, I have no idea what's going when on. When we do bits on the show and someone has to be the woman, we always forget that there's a, you know. We there's... could all play the bomb, I thought. I thought we were both playing the bomb. Well, I just like the idea that. It's like, I just like horny being uh, an excuse for anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was horny. Like, they're, like you, yeah, I get it, but you don't say yeah, that. Your Honor, my client was horny when she stole those. Yes, <laughs> okay. We're going <laughs> to. You, you would throw the it would throw the it'd throw everybody off at least. Yeah, get that's all, all you need is like, to get the yeah, jury just to get talking. There's horny. I can relate to that. All right, listen. Just to let you know that I've drived this show. We got a little bit all over the place, but it's fun. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna reference something you were talking about, and that'll lead us into commercial. I think what they should do at a lot of these rallies. And I found this song last week. It's a tra la la song. Hire this guy to sing around them. And then it'll bring peace to everybody, or they'll go because it'll annoy them. So everybody, and then we'll do it for like five seconds. We won't go. We won't. And then they'll play this, and then we'll just take it in the commercial. Okay, here we go. So we're the protesters, and they're over there. They go, go out there, start singing. We got the PA. Here we go. We won't go. We won't go. We won't go. I don't know if they still yell this, but. We go. We won't go. We won't go. We. No, 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 no. Not that one. Not that one. We got to do it right. You know what I learned on the show? Stop it and do it right. And you're all good. Lynn, Sorry, is Lynn. this a song to get them? This is this song gets them to to leave. Maybe it gets them to leave, or maybe it entertains them. I'm not. You, when we come back, we'll talk about what you think it would do, or it just makes them move. Right. And by the way, for any, let me make sure I listen to what you say. A lot of times, people say things. I'm going where I'm going, and I don't listen. What did you just say? Well, the song. This this is a song. It it makes them move. It makes the move. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. So a lot of times in the show, I used to I used to think, ah, shit, I should have. I stop. We take the time to set the bit up right, and I think the audience is going to agree. Uh, the Tra La La guy that I found online has music with him, but I had Lynn record a new Tra La La without music because that's what it would sound like. If we want this bit to sound real, that guy's having a nervous breakdown right now. Oh, oh, he's talking about the podcast, oh, and then the podcast, and then the podcast, and then I do the podcast, and, and then I do it, and then I like in the podcast. I thought I could make the podcast, and next year I want the podcast to be. And I tell you what, I know I'm growing. Everybody, come on, I'm on the podcast. You know, this is what I do on my podcast. I'll tell you something else. 1987 was a shit year. Yeah, and I'm then on the podcast. You eat in the background, Jimmy. Eat in the background. So anyway, I just want the podcast to be this, and I'm going to have guests on the podcast. I want the podcast to be serious. It's got to be serious, and sometimes it's silly. I can't stand people that go, oh, your podcast was silly last week. That's what I fucking do on my podcast. It's my podcast, my podcast, podcast. All right, so uh, they're out there. We won't go. We won't go. We won't go. We won't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, 
We'll go. We'll go. Okay. We'll go. Okay, that's cool. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Listen, I got a thing anyway. Yeah, you know. Oh my God, I even forgot my. I got the money in the meter. I have to put money in the meter. We'll go. You going? You know what? We're gonna go. I got a job. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. We're fine. No, no, put your pepper spray away. And then the cops come in. Oh fuck, they're going. Get the pepper spray out quick before they go. Hey, we're leaving, asshole. Why do I I really like that Tra La La song? Did you Did you ever hear it, Jimmy? That was the first time for me. I I had to leave almost. It's a guy online, and he sings Tra La La. Me and Jimmy were just talking before we started the show about the first time he smoked pot during the day. Yes, you know, after that, you were still a nighttime smoker. Yeah. And when you were with... I said with Daniel Kino in Tempe, Arizona, and mm-hmm. we were going to lunch, breakfast, and uh, but it was like at noon or one o'clock, and he goes, yeah, I got some Maui Waui, mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of a reason why not to take some, and then, you know, ever since then. And it was fun. It was, we had, of course, it was fun. And then... Uh, Getting high during the day is so much different than being high at night. Well, I've probably gotten high... I have gotten high during the day, just not normally. It's like... It's like yeah. But one time with you a while back, and I remember, you know how we always think everyone knows we're high? Yeah, the two stories I tell. One was we were in Atlantic, we were in um, in in Vegas, and we're sitting at the bar. And Jimmy goes, "This guy's staring at us, <laughs> staring at us." Like he, the guy knows we're high, obviously. Well, and then we're not sure. We think you're high, so stop thinking this. And then the guy's staring at us. At one point, I go, "No." And Jimmy turns to me. I'm thinking it, but I let it go because you're probably just high. Jimmy goes, "What's this guy? The high police?" <laughs> and I went, "He is fucking staring at us." <laughs> but then Jimmy goes, "No, I'm high too. We both could be wrong." <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we were just being paranoid. Some guy stared at us. So, so after that happened, I knew, stop it. Don't. Not everybody knows. So we're at the ice cream place in Irvine, and we're getting ice cream during the day, and we both smoked, and we were eating that ice cream. <laughs> and the guy behind the counter, the kid, he's probably like 17, he goes, are you guys high? No kidding. We're like, how did you fucking know? Really? So there was a case where, yes, we were... Oh, eating that ice cream like it was fucking just wonderful. <laughs> and it was. Think of our taste buds. They were just ready to explode. And then we're giving them like the most delicious thing in the world. Sugar and fat. Is there anything better? That was my first CD. <laughs> no. So anyway, that's that. So anyway, here's the Rodney thing. Hey, look, I think if you're a comedy fan. Now, we also had another interesting conversation we talked about when you're rolling clips during the show, sometimes when you're looking at each other in here, it just seems like... And this is a, a, a this is a great example of that because I listened to the whole thing it's an entirety when I first heard it about a week ago I thought because I'm a huge Rodney fan and the dyna- and the and the whole production of the show and that Rodney probably had a lot of trouble getting the band to learn it so he made this thing and it's pretty crystal clear what he wants from that band uh-huh. but you know they fuck it up still and he goes <laughs> God damn it you fucking shit did they get that and he'd be right it doesn't I'm not making him a monster I give him the thing the CD they still fuck it up. The fuck is the matter, huh? I tell him right on the CD when I'm done that joke, boom, come in with volume, and this motherfucker's over there. He doesn't even fucking play it. What the fuck? How much clearer can I make it? You know? Jesus Christ! I tell him right on there. I play the song upbeat. You played it like a dead bunch of shit. You're right, Mister Dangerfield. You're well, right. Well, but Mr. I don't want to be right. You're right, anyway, Mr. Well, Dage. You're, you're not right. It's like that Paul Anka thing that got out and the Buddy Rich. So, oh, remember so, the Paul Anka thing? Yeah. So, Mike, I'm putting you in charge of when you go, all right, we get the gist of it. It's enough. And that might be fine okay. if it's admitted okay. in. Here we go. Play that motherfucker. Hi, to make this is Rodney. <laughs> After video was shown, three and a half minutes, 
There is a drum roll. On drum roll, I'm off stage. I will say line, I tell you, I don't get no respect at all. Immediately, drummer stops roll, and band picks up music, letter A, while I make my entrance. Band plays till I give you a direct cutoff. The music is always played loud, fast, and high energy, like this. <laughs> I love this. This is, I can listen, yeah. It sounds like he's holding the tape recorder yeah. up to the record player. Yeah. Which I, I love it. All right. After cutoff, relax for 40 minutes until <laughs> two. Pause it, pause it. <laughs> I love that. We just paused it, obviously. is because, oh, I'm so glad you love that. Because I thought that that's, first of all, this is why I love. Like, I would love to travel with a band. But I always think, you know what? They do that intro. Then pretty much I'm done with them for a while. But I love it. Ladies and gentlemen. And the band comes in. The drums come in. But this proves it's all right. Do my intro. Take a fucking 40-minute nap. <laughs> Relax for 40 minutes. Yeah. It's like there's a lot to learn, but then you got 40 minutes to, to, uh, you know, yeah. to listen to this tape so you know what to do when I'm fucking done. But that's step two. What? Step two is relax for 40 minutes. Yeah. Relax for 40 minutes. All right. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Step two, you... take the night off. Yeah. <laughs> step two, go in a fuck home and take a check, you pricks. All righty, all righty. You both could have done better. Let's hear the rest of it. Chops. I never got any. About a minute before the cue, you'll hear some Polish lines as a warning. <laughs> Wait, why is that funny? I'm sorry. I think it's just that that's. It's just it's, that's those are the instructions for their job. But it's not. It's it's. <laughs> you'll hear some Polish lines as a warning. <laughs> I think it's also that he knows he you. knows himself. He knows his act God, so this well. Is yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, when I skipped oh, upon it. Oh my God. All right. So play play uh, play more. And by the way, I th- I, I want to just make sure you're, you're we're listening to this. We are all gigantic Rodney fans. This is almost. We're not laughing at Rodney. Obviously, we're just. La- oh, do I don't even need to say this, do I? No. Play it. Thank Before you. For the cue, you hear some <laughs> Polish lines as a warning. <laughs> The line directly before Q is, I appeal to everyone who can do me absolutely no good. After Q, headshots. I never got any. Man picks up very softly, let it be, in this tempo. <laughs> I love it. Dum, 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 dum. This continues for about 30 seconds while I do no respect jokes. After last joke, which is, I was in a Chinese restaurant. They named a dish after me. One dumb fuck. <laughs> after the word fuck. After the, pause it, pause it. After the word fuck. fuck. Oh, I love, what a life. Think of some other boring person at his age, right? And then Rodden, even though he had a late start, just think that's part of his job to go, hey, after I say you dumb fuck, do your job. <laughs> All right, I, I say fuck, and you travel around with instruments so you can highlight my fuck exactly. joke. Don't fuck it up. This is an art. Yeah, and he's and he's right. He, is he right. shows you why he's he's so great. Mm-hmm. He just knows his he knows his business. Well, so I well. remember that. What's great about hearing this is I remember the first time I saw Rodney, and I remember loving the ending. Like that, there was a. I always liked the idea of music, and then and with the comedy, and he didn't sing or anything really, but he he'd do his whole act. Then all of a sudden, he'd start doing. I'll tell you, I don't get any respect. The crowd goes nuts, and you hear the band bump, 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 bump. I'll tell you the other day, and he just he's killing the whole show. 
But then it brings it home like a motherfucker because there's a bed of music behind it. And it's building. And it and makes it's it bigger building. than life. Yeah, and it's building. And all of a sudden, crescendo, boom. And he goes, oh, you, you know. And he, and he gets more and more animated by every joke in this minute period. By the end of it, he's like really pulling his collar. I'll tell you, you know. And it's fucking boom. So to hear this thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's everything I heard. There's, be- there's more stuff coming up. There's, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Play that. I'm a little excited. Afterward, fuck. Van <laughs> goes immediately to letter A for bows. Keep playing letter A while I go off stage, come back and take bows. Play I till I cut you off. I just think it's so great that he goes, after the word fuck is when I take my bows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay, go ahead. It's, it's, it's also like he has no, it's weird because he's such a naturally, he's like the funniest man, but he has no room for spontaneity. Like he doesn't want anything unsurprising to happen in his comedy but shows. You know kinda, what, though, I'm surprised. I, I love it. I love that. I love the spontaneity, but I love that that because you know what? When you hear, I, I always heard maybe, the word timing. Maybe, you know, maybe, in your in your whole career, we all know what timing means. We got it. Yeah. First day in comedy. But I will tell you the truth. After I saw Rodney the first time, I went. I didn't know what the fuck timing was. I knew what it meant. And I knew you know, but it was like, oh, it was just brilliant to the you know the the specific you know word at a certain time, and then then the music would come in. It was like just so planned out. But yet, here's the you know what. Let, let me just go. Hold on. Let me just say one more thing. There's such a difference between phony and I know you're not saying this. I'm defending. No, it. I mean to There's me, di- I think it's that he like it's, it was like perfect yeah. for him. There's like a difference. Yeah. There's a difference between when I see a performer fake laugh at their own joke. I see it amongst comedians sometimes, and I also see it amongst entertainers. Like if you go to see a huge singer, and they go, uh, you know, oh, where's my hair gone? <laughs> You don't have to act like you, you can say it without laughing. The crowd will laugh. You don't have to act like it's the first time you thought of it. Some singers do it. Some comedians do it. There's a difference between that and then what Rodney's doing, which is just like, yeah, I, I'm not, you know, faking. Uh, I'm, I'm a little confused. No, I saw David Copperfield just... one time and a guy in the front row, David Copperfield's doing patter and he looks down and he goes, hold on. And then he <laughs> bends down and he picks up a pair of binoculars and he points to the guys like he had binoculars in the front row. And it was and like at twelve, oh my it was like God, you I saw piece him do that of at a show shit. Too. Yeah, everyone. You, there's no way that just happened. Like you'd be that was a plant. Like, it was a plant, but it was also like you piece of garbage. Like it's a it's a magic show. Like you don't need to stop and do it and trick us into thinking you're you're being funny. Spontaneous. Yeah, that you're spontaneously funny, right? Because you can do you and you can do the same joke every night. Just tell it like you've yeah, told it before. Exactly. Let the audience laugh. It's just and tell, tell a funny joke. Don't try to give it the cadence that I just thought of this because it's mind maddening. I saw somebody, but completely different what Rodney's doing. You might see it might be the same thing every night. Whatever their joke is, and they have to act like they've said it. You know, for the okay. So let's finish this Rodney thing. Off stage, come back and take bows. Play till I cut you off. I'm now in my encore. I'm talking about two or three minutes until next cue. The next cue is when I say, but I tell you, it's really a thrill to be here with my group. Afterward, group, band plays very softly, let us see, while I talk above you. Band plays, let us see, about 30 or 40 seconds until cue, to me, they're fucking idiots. Band stops immediately. I will then say to audience, you don't believe me, huh? I then turn to band and say, tell them what you are. The band stands up immediately and yells out loud, we're fucking idiots, <laughs> and then sits down. 
I think. Oh, boy. This is so sweet. Because you know what? I, I remember that this. happening, and I thought oh. this band. You know, they're happy to getting paid, and they know it's funny and it's Rodney. But still, you know, these guys, the bands that he hires, they look like. They look like parodies of old guys. Like, these guys look like they can barely get out to their chairs sometimes. And then they all have to stand up. Hey, I'm not being disrespectful. They know what they are. And the four guys in the band with tuxes would all stand up and go, You're fucking, <laughs> we're fucking idiots, Rodney. <laughs> they know what they are. And you know those guys couldn't wait to, to do, do that. that. Oh, I would think so. How thrilling. You know, what, you know what that's like, Todd? Todd, that's like how, like, right now the Republicans are only going to uh, cut the payroll tax. Uh, but they, what they want to do is they want to get a pipeline and relax environmental standards at the same time. Hey, why don't we lower the drinking age? Oh, I forgot the part. I forgot the punchline. Oh, but- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of movement oh happening. Oh, my God. There's carolers Wait, here. Can I tell you one story about Ronnie Dangerfield? Yeah, yeah. Then, guys. Uh, guys, I know you came by. How are you all doing? Good. Great. They came by to do a Christmas song. There's oh, carolers nice. in the neighborhood. But let's hear your Rodney story. Oh, then no. We'll it's just them... about how much I love Rodney Dangerfield, mm-hmm. which when I was in high school, I would listen to his, his tape over and over and over again. And I think in, uh, you know, I was like 15 or 16, and I was with a girl who I had a big crush on in high school. And it wasn't a date, but we were just hanging out after school. And I was trying to think of something uh, funny to say. And so I thought I just wanted, oh, I'll tell a Rodney Dangerfield joke. But I didn't, like, credit Rodney Dangerfield uh-huh. with the joke. I did that. And I didn't, like... So I just said, uh, well, you know, I, I only get uh, women uh, because of who I am, a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> and then you thought that would be a good... I thought she'd think that was so funny because I thought it was funny. <laughs> and then that didn't... So that didn't work. And then when I said... Then I tried to, like, boringly explain who Rodney Dangerfield was. That didn't impress her. Oh, that is priceless. <laughs> You know, like, I love out of all jokes because that's a funny joke. That's like how, and when, you would think like that, right? But, she, but you think because I think well, I was a rape, to, But in all fairness, you realized as it was coming out of your mouth, it is a rape joke. It was a rape joke, but I think I was trying to think of it like, oh well, I don't. I'll talk about how uh, I don't get girl. I don't know what I was thinking, but it was just like this will like really be playing it cool as I'm talking about. That is so. That's how like when they gave Barack the peace prize, right? And uh, even though he hadn't done anything yet, and then he gets the peace prize. And then he immediately starts bombing, uh, 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 ramps up the war in Afghanistan, starts bombing Libya, oh, no, and puts out a hit on Osama bin Laden. And that's the thing about those peace prizes. Nobody ever tries to win a second one. It's <laughs> 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 not really what we were talking about. But anyway. Well, that's, um, kind, of, that's kind of what we were well, talking about. Well, it seems a little bit. It's kind but, of, I know it seems like I'm shoehorning that in, but it's real, I'm really not. Where's no, the no, good, no, no, no. The good point, Bell, when you. Let yeah. me ask you a question. That girl that you went on a date with? Yeah. You fucked that shit? <laughs> Guys, take it away. Music with them? Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry 
Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! Glad tidings we bring to you and your kids. Glad tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year! Can I tell you something? That was great. I liked it. It felt good. It feels like Christmas in here. You guys were great. Now get the fuck out of my uh, studio. <laughs> That's what you said to Cal. Or Cal what are they called? That was Carolers. great. The only reason I told Andrew not to yell at the end, so you know, I thought, no, this sounds too good. I don't want you to yell. That's going to make it on the first special that we do. Sit down. Um, all right. That was fun, right? That was fun, they and I got great. to do all the jokes. <laughs> that I couldn't do on that segment today. That I, I got to, and I think I put him. I think they really kind of fit in naturally. Jimmy, can I? We've been friends a long time, uh-huh. and then I know Blake uh, is a huge fan of Mike's and wanted wanted to tell him something. Seriously? So, and then we'll probably wrap up the show like that tonight. Okay. Oh, and wow. then, and then Dimitri Martin's coming in. So, um, Jimmy. Uh, oh, uh, by the uh, way, can I just say that my uh, my show, yes. the Jimmy Dore Show, which is a uh, a newsy comedy show that I do as a podcast. Uh, it was uh, some guy who does a blog in Kansas City put me in his top five favorites. So I don't know who that guy is or anything, but <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. You know what? It's nice. I got it on my Facebook page. I put it up immediately. I don't know. Some guy has a blog. Never heard of him. He doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Some guy likes me. I don't give hey, a shit. I, as much as I might complain when they write, you know, things that I don't like, when they write things I like, like, here's the, here's, there's, oh, I forgot to say this. There's that guy who feels that way about the show. But I'm about to tell you the listener I want. In one of the jingles, Lynn, he went, uh, you know, and the Togless show will be right back. He's going out to get a gum and a cookie. It made me laugh. A gum and a cookie. <laughs> but I remember when I heard it, it just made me laugh. Like he's singing it. He couldn't think of anything. A gum and a cookie. It made me laugh. Some guy writes in there, a gum and a cookie. That's the fucking listener I want. <laughs> That's the guy that gets the show. Yes. And I thought about that. I read it today because I thought, what a weird thing for this guy, wherever he lives, sitting in his headphones going, made him laugh too. So thank you. I love you. And keep listening. Gum and a cookie. <laughs> a gum and a cookie. And, you, and we should get the jingle right in here and put it in. Like right now in you post, think, think, we'll get the jingle so people know like, oh, yeah, just he jammed it in there. Couldn't think of anything. A gum and a cookie with bad, with bad diction. Did you have anything else you wanted? Yeah, to- I was wondering, like, what, what would be some of the negative things people would write about Brian Regan on iTunes? Like, hey, why does he have to be funny all the time? Yeah. What is he insecure? Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> why has he always got to be so funny? Turn it off. Most comedians can space their jokes out. He's just got to be funny all uh, the time. Yeah, that's There's what more I want. more life than jokes. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I love to go to a comedy club and leave with a headache because I can't stop <laughs> laughing. That's why I went to a comedy show, to get a headache. Todd, I laughed so hard the other day. My friend made me laugh so hard on the phone. That uh, literally, I had a back spasm, and I couldn't. I thought I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go to the hospital!" And a little shit came out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who was it? Give him credit, Mike McRae. He was he he does these impressions that are just hilarious. And he was doing he does an impression of Rick Perry, which is just anyway. Rick Perry was calling on a guy at a press conference the other day, and he goes, "You sir, with the beautiful beard." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's desperate. Yeah. Kiss yeah. babies. This guy's going to be sucking dick for a book. <laughs> Do you know what docking is? <laughs> Hello, is Jimmy Dore there? We have people. Well, here's what we have to do. We're going to take one call, 
And then, uh, Jimmy, is there anything you need to plug? Was this is sort of our wrap up because I thought it would be nice because uh, Blake is a huge Mike fan and he uh, and he wanted to just you know. I really, I, guess. Is. I, I do appreciate. So, anyway, is there anything else? Hold on one second. Is there anything else, uh, Jimmy? Anything to plug? You plugged your thing. People like to see my shows or listen to my shows. You can go to JimmyDoorComedy dot com. And then comedy and everything else. There's a podcast that you used to do with me. Yes, and I Steph, used to do, and, and then I- you left, so now it's just me and Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me tell you something. If you, I miss, so uh, my, so uh, oh my god, what's happening? Okay, you don't have to apologize. You do a great job, Katie. I want to thank you for uh, uh, for getting me. Okay, this is the wrap up, and then we're going to do this thing with uh, uh, Blake. You're going to get a chance to do this. Uh, so, um, uh, thank you for sending Shannon Lee, the therapist, my way, uh, Katie. That was the most awesome find. Uh, I think people, what therapist? people haven't heard it yet. Okay, people haven't heard that yet, right? Oh no, they will have heard it. Uh, no. This, well, this drops on Tuesday, so that's no Friday. This drops on Friday. Yeah. Oh, so they'll have heard this because when's that one going up? Probably this week. We'll talk about it. Maybe they've heard it. Maybe they haven't. They probably haven't heard it yet. They haven't. Maybe they haven't <laughs> heard it yet. Okay. So I finally had a therapist in. I made it a separate show because you know what? I don't mind if we drift into some serious stuff in the silliness, but I didn't. That was just all serious. Right. We dealt with it in a silly way, but an anti-spanking uh, therapist. Oh, good. It was. Uh, it would be weird to find a pro-spanking therapist, they're, but they're out there. We talked about it. They're they're few and far between, but they're out there. But there are some, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, she said it's because. Well, well, we talk about it on the show, but that's a good. That's exactly what we talked about. I'm so glad I didn't forget to ask her that. So anyway, oh, when does that show drop? I want. Well, me and Katie are going to talk about it after we're we're done. Okay, <laughs> but they, but but it'll be soon. So there's that. Did you have on the king also to stick it in his ass? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, the next show I want to have is somebody that that heard it and went. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Here's why it's better. You know what? Let me let me just. Can I tip it a little with something yeah. she said? In in essence, I wanted to hear the other side of it. I want her because I wanted her the best of her ability to do a therapist that believes in spanking, like to do a devil's advocate. Yeah, like come on, like you don't have to agree with it, but can you try to get into their head? You must have heard people defend it, and you must. She just basically said, and it sort of I felt good because it mirrored something I had sort of thought. She goes, "Say it, say it, be the therapist," and she basically said. I want to tell you why if you spank your kids, it makes them, sort of like what we've said, better people. Why it works. <laughs> yeah, I know there's other ways, but here's why this works better. <laughs> it sounds silly, doesn't yeah. it? I go, yeah. She yeah. goes, because it is. Right. And we basically just said on the podcast, well, we, people will hear it. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I was all, you know, don't. Okay, there's that. So uh, that's it. Thanks a lot, Mike. Mike, you're going to be here with uh, Dimitri also. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Andrew Furtada, who is a, a He's going to be back, folks. Then him. Well, we're not getting rid of Chris, but but Andrew, thanks for singing the carolers. That was Andrew Furtada, Blake Wexler, and uh, Chris. I can never. F- Burden and Mikey, his friend. That was their Christmas carol. I thought you guys did a good job. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think it sounded good. I'm going to give it an A plus. So uh, Blake. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think you know. There's so much negativity in this world. When somebody. Is fond, is excited to meet somebody. I figured we'd just do it on the show, and then he had something he made for you. Yeah. Right. I, well, I mean, uh, when we met last time, I was so impressed, and you know, like you're so funny, and Eagle Heart's so great. Oh, so that's nice to show to show how big of a fan I am of yours, and how much I appreciate you, I, I made you this candle. Oh my god! In, in, in a sense, I, I honestly, in a I, sense, that means a lot to me. I, I yeah. that really, I that is like so really nice. And I don't want to. This yeah, has no, happened no, before no. on this show, and I don't want to start, Blake. What? You're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. First of all, what we're about to say has nothing to do... Well, Todd, I how, made him again. Hold on, hold on, no, hold, no, on, just, hold, I, on I, hold on, hold on. There was some... 
it, how that was with the kind words he said about you. Does it not make you feel good that someone feels that way about you? No, honestly, I didn't expect to. I mean, I'm a writer. I don't. No one knows who I am, so that means a lot to me. If but, somebody, but where we're caught up is, and I, this is why I don't, that he didn't. It does not. I, I don't really understand how you mean you made the. Game. Yeah, th- you well, didn't I make it, it. In, a, in a sense. I made it in a well, sense. Well, wait, wait. Well, what do you mean you? You made it in a sense. You said you made it. Play read back what he said. Todd, read playback. Hold on. Todd, Stop, I, Blake. Blake, you got it. What happened before can't happen Todd, again. I made it Blake, in a sense. Stop it. Play. Are you playing it? So, uh, Mike, it, I was. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you last time, and I didn't get a chance to give you this. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, I love your writing, and uh, I think you're great. So, I, I made you this candle. In a, in a sense. Oh, I made well, it he did sense. say. He did. But what does that mean in a sense? Mike, what do you mean, what does it mean? I appreciate what he fucking does. <laughs> no, no, no. Make him a guy. Shut the fuck up, you nobody. You brought him back. You brought him back on the show after what you did last time. You read a three-star review and not any of the zero-star reviews from his fucking Blake, goddamn episode. Blake. Oh, yeah, I'll play devil's advocate for 45 <laughs> minutes. Nobody knows my fucking name. That'll be enjoyable. Blake, stop. What are you pointing at? No, I, I like I think. Shut up! Shut up! I've never seen Eagle Heart. I can't imagine it's that fucking good. Nobody's seen it. Blake, you got to shut up and stop and for a second. Usually Why? you're not. Okay, first of all, is this still like you think it's like when people come on to the David Letterman show and they're allowed to Are yell at him? Are you comparing yourself to David Letterman? Are you out of your fucking mind? This guy wrote a sketch yeah. during four years of experience yeah. at Conan, but he doesn't call himself Mark fucking Twain. All right? So why don't you shut your fucking mouth? You're going to make fun of my mom for being a whore? You're geriatric cunt of a goddamn old Should you play it? You want to play the Trello Low song? My mom's out sucking cock. Should we play the Trello Low song? Let me tell you something, Blake. What? You're fucking totally out of control. I'm not out of control. No, you fucking listen I'm to me. I'm paid intern getting fucking clear <laughs> glasses for an alcoholic and it's fucking wine. I don't have to do this shit. I have a college education, <laughs> Blake, you were... Where'd Blake. you go to school? Excuse me. Emerson College. Oh. Broadcast journalism. Don't go, don't, Thank you. Don't fight Where'd back. Where'd you go to fucking this school? This is my Blake? guest. This is my guest, and you cannot have outbursts like this. This is a fucking guest on my show. Do you have a mental problem? No, dude, you have a problem booking him again after what he fucking did last time? What did you do? It's good radio. Oh, oh, Todd, it's not good radio. I'm Mike Cohen. I'm going to disagree for the sake of it. His best credit is that he lived with your stupid fucking ass for six years. <laughs> That's not a bad credit. I would like. I would take that. What did you do last time, Mike? This kid's really. Well, really I just, I, this I, is I, not. I, 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 I don't. I don't right. know if there's anything. Citizen Jimmy was great. Thank you. But this is horse shit. He what loves do I you. Have to fucking do to sit in this chair. He does love you. So you're well, saying it's not gonna make my mind. Yeah, 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 Blake, you have to stop. I'm going to wrap the show up, and I hate to do it on this note, but you owe me an apology. I owe you shit. You owe me $75 for fucking coming in here and buying them cups. You didn't even pay me back for them. Blake, did I not, when you were 16 years old, come when I was in Philadelphia, treat you with respect and dignity when your friends came up to me after a show? You and made I let me you... come to your comedy show. I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> How did hey, I make... Hey, Blake, and your 17-year-old friends, let's take a ride to New Jersey. <laughs> you talked one of us. There were five of us. We were three-quarters of the fucking audience. You can't sell out in Cherry Hill, you piece of shit. Say it! Say something! 
I think you, I think you're... Oh my God, my dad used to do this thing when he was still alive. He used to smoke and make a weird... All right, Blake, my dad's passed away. You don't need to go there. My dad has passed away. How many fucking CDs can you put on that joke? (laughs) Excuse me? What? I don't know what you're talking about. How many CDs can you put that joke on? One CD. Two! Time glass and other vintage crap. I'm gonna take shit that I did in the fucking 80s and put it on an album and release it in 2005. Make that, Great time. make that 90s in post. <laughs> <laughs> what? My voice cracked. I'm sick of yelling at your shit. What are you looking at, Todd? Because honestly, do I have to bear my soul? You're, 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 you're serious. I could yell at you, but you're, you've done this before. This crushes my soul when you talk to me with disrespect like this. My soul? What soul do you have? You make people listen to this shit for two and a half hours, and then you fucking do your little commentary about it? This show sucks. You really think this show sucks? Yeah, I fucking do, Todd. Keep reading the fucking reviews. I don't know Todd, if this is a bit. Is this a, a fucking holy grail? And you left out to do this fucking piece of shit with a bunch of losers. He's got a point. Thank you. Jimmy, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not going to shut the fuck don't up. You do it, you Jimmy. Fucking, you got a kid with a fucking college degree working for free, and this is the fucking shit how you treat him? With for fucking Mike Gomez? Are the two of them, am I going to sit between the two of you fucking idiots? I've had it. You get this shit coming for a long time, motherfucker. I've had it. We've been friends for a long time. You're agreeing with this guy? Jimmy, you know I love you more than anybody, and I'm not even saying that in some silly way. The, you're like a brother to me. You, you're going to let this little fucking piece of shit intern? Don't your voice to him! If this is the way you treated your brother, no wonder he's fucking dead. Oh, you two. I, I, I tell you the truth. I am Todd. Everyone in my family's dead. I'm going to do comedy. Ha ha ha! The Todd Glass Show. It's so fucking funny. We'll take a break. Thanks for the break. thanks seriously though, for the candle. I made it. Now leaving nerdist.com. 